This is BFF. But first, Faith. Hey guys, what's up? Hello. So this is quite exciting for us because we just figured out a new technological thing with this podcast. And I think right now we're each speaking out of an ear or like a headphone. Can you hear me in your right or your left ear? This is so (laughs) weird because, okay, this entire time we've been like recording with two mics and trying to sync up the audio and now we're doing it on one mic kind of. Or, like, we connected the mic. So, I don't know. This is interesting. Tell us if you guys like it. This week, we're talking about a couple different things. But the main overarching idea is judging people and our own bias. And we'll get into the nitty-gritty, our favorite podcast word, a little bit later. we say this every single week. (laughs) But before that, we're going to start with our highs and lows. So, you start. Okay. I'm going to start with my low because it was very rough. So, the reason we did not have a podcast last week, we don't really pre-record our podcast. Like, we kind of just do it Sunday night and upload on Monday, which is kind of risky. Exhibit A, I got really, really sick last week, so we couldn't upload. But it was just rough, you guys. Like, I woke up and my throat was starting to hurt, and then I got the flu, apparently, like, one of the first cases of this season's flu, and then that evolved into strep throat. And so I went to the doctor, like, I got these antibiotics that didn't work for me, so it was just a pain, but... And this was not... I mean, when Steph gets sick, it's, like, the plague. It is not a light sickness. She was out of work. She was working from home for a week, but... It was full on. I know when she does not feel good because she's not a dramatic person, but you can tell she's just dead. So I'm so glad you're finally better. Yeah, that's what I was saying to my mom because I went home uh, for the week, like to work from home home. But I was like, mom, in the middle of watching Bachelor, I had to go to bed. (laughs) That's when you know I'm extremely (laughs) sick. And she was like, oh no, (laughs) we got to go to the doctor. (laughs) But okay, yeah, that was my low. What was your low for the week? Or the past two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, the past two weeks. Uh, It's not one specific thing and not trying to throw a pity party, but I feel like I've had a little bit of anxiety or just random waves of anxiety, which I don't normally or has been getting better. And I don't know if it's the coffee I'm drinking or what, but I just feel like these random um, physical anxiety symptoms. So that hasn't been super fun, but it's... I don't know. Hopefully it'll get better. I would say definitely, like, at least for me, coffee actually does play a big role in the physical stuff. Like, obviously it increases your heart rate, but then I start to attribute that to actual thoughts. Exactly. It's such the mental, physical thing totally plays together, and then I can't tell. I can't separate the two, so... Maybe I should take a little break. Yeah, not to say, like, it's just coffee. Like, oh, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, But if that's, like, something you're thinking, that d- I don't know. That could be true because you've been yeah. drinking a lot of coffee recently. Right, right. And even it was until this birthday this week, and we went out a couple of times. And just, like, the day after drinking, I oh, get so anxious, and I don't gosh. know why. It's not, not a good thing. I don't understand. I can have one drink now, and the next day I'm just, like hung over when I swear I didn't drink that much. Okay, but. the other day at work, my coworker told me that he enjoys being hungover. Okay. Is and he, he was, okay? He was like, yeah, it's a way to reset. Like, I just like to feel something other than stress, like, from work. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a little but, problematic. Also, know. you stole my – or you didn't steal, but you mentioned it. My high was going to be my birthday. Oh, elaborate. And, okay, it's not just the fact that it was my birthday. It was the fact that I have the best roommates in the world, Steph oh. and – our roommate Taylor and they woke me up and we were listening to or they played 22 Taylor Swift because I was turning 22 and they made me French toast and bacon and it was they decorated the whole place and it really it made me feel so special oh, I'm so happy yeah for me I would say the high too is just celebrating your birthday in general oh. it was so fun on Saturday we went out in Santa Monica and went to a couple different Friday, bars Friday. Friday oh yeah, yeah. that's Friday so much fun like we just spent time with some of our really close friends 
and it was just a good scene like there were a lot of young people there and I feel like normally it's so hit or miss going out with who the crowd's gonna be but it was a really good DJ good vibe I just had a lot of fun it was a good week and just being back at work I was like thank god I'm not in bed dying of sickness (laughs) okay so now just hopping into today's topic we wanted to talk about judgment today and more so the superficial judgment or criticizing of others that come from our own personal biases, not biases, biases. I think that works. I liked it. (laughs) But yeah, not so much like discerning whether or not people's actions are biblical and whether or not we should call them out for that or let it slide or that sort of thing, but just more so like judging people right off the bat and making assumptions about people and yeah, is that correct? <laughs> I think I think it is. I have so many thoughts on this, and I'm not sure where my headspace is at. But I guess going off of that a little bit more, what I want to talk about is just when... I mean, you kind of nailed it. Because one thing is when I see somebody do a certain action that I would never do, I look at that and I say, you're wrong. That's not right, based on my own bias. But I think that I want to focus on what does Jesus say to do and how should we act in a way that Jesus does without telling people that everything they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that definitely does. Yeah, because we were thinking it's just, like, kind of controversial because there's two completely different, like, sides of things where, you know, it's better to expose biblical, I don't know, things. Truths. Truths, yeah, and call people out for it. Like, is that okay to do to strangers? Is that just okay for Christian brothers and sisters? Is that just okay for close people in your life? Or is that something that, like, you should just, you know, like... Um, be introspective and focus on your own self so that's definitely back and forth and I'm not even sure where I stand myself but we just wanted to talk about yeah like Matilda was saying like a different kind of more superficial judgment and also as Steph said when you um, see somebody perform a sin or if you sin yourself it's it's not necessarily good to just be like we all sin everybody sins so it makes it okay because that's not good either but it's also I feel like such a fine line and such a more like a blurred line between what is right and what is wrong sometimes because there just is so many different things that society tells us and yeah it's a gray area for sure but trying to figure it out we'll see what happens in this podcast hopefully it's not too scattered um but I guess we'll just start off with some questions for each other First of all, I just wanted to ask where you think you struggle the most in terms of judging other people and just like some areas or times in your life where you feel like just it's easy to fall into judgment. Right. Um, Going off of what I said before, the biggest way I see myself judging people is judging Christians when I feel like they don't practice what they preach. Hmm. And I know I'm so guilty of this because I have this assumption that if I see somebody who labels themselves as a Christian. Like, for example, if it's a super pretty girl who always posts bikini pics on Instagram and her bio is a Bible verse or something of the sort, I'm like, oh, she's just doing that for show. And that's totally my own assumption and my own problem. But for some reason, it's in my head, I just start to tell myself, like, this person must not be genuine. Like, they're just so self-absorbed. And I don't know why I do that. It's just such a spiral I guess and I just think with social media it's so easy to draw conclusions Conclusions. about people like looking at their pictures you can assume they're one type of person but if it says some bible verse in their bio that doesn't line up with what you are you know putting together for an assumption based off of their pictures it's like oh that doesn't add up but it's like you don't even know them it's just so hard exactly and one other thing I'll say on that is as Steph was talking about it was my birthday and 
we were going out and I don't even drink, neither of us drink very much or very often, but if I see somebody, I mean, of course, like I have been drunk in my life, but if I see somebody who's like posting all these party photos and then they have a Bible verse, I'm just like, wow, how hypocritical, but it's like, that's not even my place to say that. And of course I've like been drunk before so it's why am I just I don't know it's yeah it's like they could have seen you they could have been the sober one in the instance exactly. and been like wow look at her but exactly it's, yeah okay so would you say that's your biggest yeah judgment for struggle? sure okay what is your biggest I'd say for me we were talking about this in the car and it's just like so well my voice <laughs> I heard that I was like what just happened throat, please don't come back for me <laughs> but just like that all draw conclusions about what people are thinking and assume that that's what they are actually thinking. Right. Like, I'll just guess that that's what's going on in their head. So, for example, if, um, I don't know, like, I just assume Matilda doesn't want to go to the mall with me because I like shopping more than she does or something. <laughs> so in my head, I'll play out this narration, and I'm like, all right, I just asked Matilda, and then she's like, of course I don't want to go to the mall. Like, we just went last week. Like, this doesn't happen, but I'm just giving a <laughs> hypothetical example. So then I, like, resent that. I'm like, oh, why doesn't she want to do things with me? And then later I'm like, oh, I'll just ask whatever. I'm like, hey, Matilda, want to go to the mall? And you're like, yes, of course, I'm down. <laughs> and I just, like, obviously that's a dumb example, but just even think like deeper thoughts that people are thinking I'll just assume they're thinking that and then come to find out that's not actually the truth so it's like before you even ask you have this playing out in your head in a scenario and then you ask that's what you're saying yeah I mean I don't always ask afterwards but oftentimes I will then I'll find out that's not the case at all yeah and it's awful because like yeah maybe I'm basing that assumption off of one experience in the past but that doesn't mean that's a consistent pattern for that person's life it's like if somebody did a certain action in the past you associate that with who they are instead of just as an action that they did right yeah, and, and that's then, not their identity like yes. there could have been something going on that day that made you not want to go to the mall like, yeah and then it's know. like you're never gonna ask me to go again yeah I think that's a big thing too to recognize in your own self because you never want to be judged based on one thing that you said of course you're gonna make mistakes but it's like if just to remember to do that to other people too, you know? Exactly, yeah. And then I think another area too where I struggle is just judging people out of jealousy or out of insecurity. Oh, okay. And of course, this can be a physical thing, just like being jealous of how someone looks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But more so because in our insecurities episode, which you guys, if you haven't listened, you should because that was one of my favorites. But I talked about, oh my gosh, my voice, <laughs> I'm so scared I'm getting sick again. But I talked about how one of my biggest insecurities is that I'm not very outgoing. And so if I see someone that's outgoing, I am very jealous of that. And I get almost critical of that person and, like, look for any flaw in them. Right. Like, if I was in a class presentation, I'd be jealous that someone was doing so well and acting so confident. So I'm like, what's wrong with them? Like, there's got to be something wrong. And it's like, why can't I just be happy for them that they're confident? Why do I have to look for a flaw? You know what I mean? That's so interesting. I definitely do the same thing. If you see somebody who has something that you don't, then you're like, oh, well, do they have anything wrong with them? Like... It shouldn't just because they're good at something doesn't mean they have to. We have to find out what they're bad at. Like, why can't we just enjoy that they're good at what they're good at? Exactly. I know that's such a struggle, but um, I guess that yeah, those are the two big things for me. I also had a question for you just about life because so Matilda is like the most selfless person. I didn't want to say. I feel like selfless and selfish sound so similar. (laughs) So I wanted to like enunciate that selfless, but just in general, like she does not make quick judgments about strangers and like it's just so crazy to me because it's like not even if people are doing something wrong just if people are doing something weird like if we're at the grocery store and I see some random person wearing the weirdest outfit in the world and jumping up and down and doing all this random stuff 
it just doesn't phase Matilda. Like, she'll just keep walking. And I'm like, did you just see that guy? And she's like, what guy? And I just don't understand. I was like, that guy was so weird. And you're just like, what? He's just doing him. And it's just, oh, I, was, I admire that so much. And oh, you're yeah. so sweet. How do you have that mindset? That's interesting. I think it's because I don't try to have that mindset. So I think the big thing is... I know, well, I don't even know why. I'm trying to think about this. Well, I know that you don't care what other people think about you, so that almost, like, reflects in the other direction. That's what I was going to say. I think it's a two-way street because I will go out in public wearing the weirdest outfit, like, no makeup, literally Ugg boots and shorts and just, like, whatever, and I just kind of assume that nobody else is watching, and even if people are watching, I don't care, so that's how I approach other people in the sense of, like, everybody's just doing their own thing and why focus on I just don't even see it as weird I'm just like oh bunch of funky people we're all (laughs) having fun that's true I love that I think that's just such a good way to approach the world great mindset to have I respect that (laughs) jumping into some verses that relate um to this topic in general I love this verse it's first Samuel 16 17 and it's kind of a classic bible verse but i just really really like it and it's a great reminder it says for the lord sees not as man sees man looks on the outward appearance but the lord looks on the heart oh, and it's I like of course that. we know that as yes. christians but it's just such a good reminder that i don't know we should be ju- not like judging people but gauging whether or not we like someone or whether or not we respect their actions and decisions based on their heart and what they're doing and not just like outward superficial stuff that ultimately doesn't matter and also as we were talking about not to assume what their heart says you have to really get to know someone's heart to know who they are as a person and just to look at somebody and be like oh they probably have this kind of heart that's clearly not Mm -hmm. um acting as jesus did where he really looks into their heart yeah and i think it's so comforting too to know that I mean, it's scary and it's like vulnerable to know that God fully sees your heart in complete transparency. For sure. But at the same time, it's just so comforting to know that he is not judging you outwardly and just is solely looking at your heart and your intentions and your actions and stuff like that. It's just so different from what we get out of the world and it's refreshing for sure. As we were talking about the idea of um, somebody else sinning in an action or a form that I have never done before, it seems so much more awful when it shouldn't be. And I think one verse that always reminds me of this where it just shows us that God died for all of our sins and not just mine because it's easy to read the Bible and think wow this is amazing God did this for me it's like no he did this for everyone and regardless of what your sin is he has forgiven you and the verse that I want to focus on is Romans 5 18 it says therefore as one trespass led to condemnation for all men So one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. I love that verse. I literally just screenshotted that. Really? A week ago. I'm (laughs) I'm obsessed with this verse. I'm just like, wow. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, it's really, really awesome because I read this before bed the other night and I think I didn't process it when I was reading it as much. And I was looking into it more and it's talking about Adam and Eve and the first sin. And so it's saying, you know, that led to condemnation for all men. But just as that happened, there's righteousness and justification life for all of us. Like, there is hope, and that doesn't just 
it doesn't mean that God's relationship with you isn't personal and he didn't die for your sins, but to remember that he loves us all equally and that he is here for all of us and not just your own personal beliefs on what sin is. That's so true. And I just love the way that this is written. Like, one trespass led to condemnation for all men. One act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. Uh And it's like the one act of him just dying on the cross negated everything else in the past. Exactly. And just goes to show that, like, one drop can trickle into so much beauty in the world. Like, that's not even necessarily related to what we're talking about. But just, like, one small action can have so many trickle effects onto other people. Yes, exactly. And that we are able... We just have to focus on the cross because that is the most important and valuable part of Christianity. And so it's just, like, there's so much that comes out of that. It's not just... Um, a death. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then another verse that I found, it's actually in Romans as well, just a couple chapters after. Um, Romans 14, 13 says, so let's stop condemning each other. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. And I just love that, that it's not so much about pointing out everything that somebody's doing wrong, but just like, I don't know, guiding them in a direction of success for their life. And even like you were saying with, or were we talking about gossiping earlier or was that earlier today? Um, we were talking about it, not in the podcast, but oh, in just our in own, life. Okay, the two yeah. of us. We were talking about gossiping in general and how, you know, it's easy to fall into that trap. Um, but obviously it's not great. But I was just thinking with gossiping, like if I'm gossiping with you and telling you about someone and causing you to speak negatively about another person that you wouldn't have done initially, like that's causing you to fall and stumble like this verse is saying so it's like about encouraging one another and lifting each other up and pushing them towards success for themselves I love that point so much that's something that uh the pastor talked about at church today but it's by you it doesn't just affect you when you gossip and you think you're getting it all out but you're also putting others in the space where they have to um be putting someone else down so it's just like we have to remember that our own success and our own actions like that doesn't have to cause somebody if we succeed that doesn't mean somebody else has to fail like we should all want each other to succeed exactly and I think that relates to peer pressure also because thinking back like I just remember in elementary school middle school they're always like oh my gosh there's gonna be all this peer pressure and (laughs) I mean like we just like didn't have friends in high school so I was never in (laughs) nobody was there to peer pressure on nobody that is a thing but yeah it was just like Nobody was there with a red solo cup shoving it in my face and was like, drink, drink. Like, that just didn't happen. I don't know if we're just, uh, like... Sheltered. Sheltered, whatever, but that didn't occur. But now that I think about it, it's like, you can peer pressure someone into gossiping just by initiating that conversation or into doing other stuff, just, like, being an enabler of negative actions. Yeah, it doesn't have to be... Yeah, it also doesn't have to be, as Steph said, somebody yelling at you and screaming, drink, drink. (laughs) It just, by somebody acting that way in a group setting other people naturally tend to do what the group does. And so that's the same as in gossiping. If you're all in a circle and everyone's gossiping, then... Yeah. Actually, we did talk about this in our last podcast now that I think about oh, we it. did? Gossiping, yeah. I can't even keep track. We just, like, have deep conversations 24-7. So I'm like, <laughs> was this on the podcast? Was it not? Um, but yeah, should we talk about some of our, you know, tips, advice, stuff like that? For sure. Um, my first tidbit thought is that... Um, we have to remember that people don't come to know God because they have these right and perfect ideas, but that our relationship with God is a relationship. And that doesn't mean that theology is not important. It's just saying that people can know God and have a relationship with him. And whether you think they're 
scripture beliefs are right or wrong, that doesn't mean that they don't know him. Because it's so easy to say, oh, they think that, they must not know God. But it's like that are the reason that we're able to have community and communion with God is because he came to life as Jesus, as a person. So it's that connection between us. And I think this relates to what you were saying about like our Instagram analogy, like with you just judging um, other people that claim to be Christian and you're like questioning. Right. So that's in relation to that, right? Yes, totally. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's um, it can relate to that, but also even just seeing somebody do something that seems like a bad action in your opinion, that doesn't mean that they don't know God. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to say, oh, they did this? Okay, they don't know God. It's I like, it, well, yeah. that's also just my opinion of what God is. So we all have to have our own interpretation and our own opinion and we shouldn't just have this bias of I that kind of relates to my next point about how we hear Jesus through our filter of normal and to not assume that everybody else has the same lens and the same filter as you I love that it's so true and it just goes to show that like we shouldn't create these personal biases based on or just like not just hearing whatever you want to hear out of the Bible and putting that on other people because we're all sinners ultimately and you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, I think what you're saying or what it sounded <laughs> you're like, like my interpreter <laughs> <laughs> is that we, when, when we decide what's right and wrong, it's easy to go with what our gut feels, but instead of just saying, oh, I like this, I don't like that, just read it for how it is and take scripture for what it is and then be question your own beliefs don't question the bible does that make sense yes no and okay i think i've got it together my brain is now functioning so wait now i lost oh come on (laughs) what is it what is it it? okay okay i know i know so it's just like reading whatever the bible says and then whatever sins that you personally um fall into or whatever thinking that those aren't that bad but then the other sins that you don't do being like oh well those are the bad ones you know Uh but it's all sin is created equal so it's like or (laughs) all sin is created equal (laughs) it's like the american whatever (laughs) the deck wait is it the declaration of independence yeah yeah yeah. wow i hate myself that's not the american whatever (laughs) (laughs) i literally sound like an idiot in this episode (laughs) okay but you get the picture all sin is equal. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is created equal because it's yeah. created, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're going to... I don't know. Anyways, okay. So now into another tip that I have. Um, we have a meditation lady come in at work to, you know... I'm so jealous. Yeah. That's so fun. So we do like an hour-long meditation on a bi-monthly basis. I love it. And something she said the other day is that when you criticize yourself less, you criticize others less. And this just relates to meditation and how meditation can help because... When you meditate, the whole or one of the principles of it is to kind of look at your thoughts as an observer and as a third party kind of person in Let order them to pass by instead of being in it. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of enables you to criticize yourself less because you're like, oh, I'm thinking this instead of being like, why am I thinking this? This isn't good. Like, I'm just freaking yourself out and falling, spiraling down with that. But I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, when you, I'm not saying you have to meditate, but if you want to, meditation I think is great and it enables you to not necessarily judge every single thought that you have and just be less hard on yourself and then ultimately that'll reflect back on how you view other people okay so i wrote a similar thing down to that is just to approach other people with a posture of humility and that means and i think that relates to when you approach yourself with a posture of humility then you approach others and just to not pick pick apart other people 
and assume the worst for them. Like, what is the harm in assuming the best for people? I really don't think that can um, cause any negative feelings, and then it ultimately will make you view yourself more positively, and when you do that, then you'll see the world viewpoint as more positive. Exactly, and I think it also just has to do with you know, being able to look at yourself first before just immediately jumping to judge other people, like, you're in the wrong as well. So look at, yeah. Right, totally. And to remember that you are not God. So you're not the one who's saying yes, no, bad, good, or not that God is, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying saying. you're not the ultimate judge. Like, that is not, you're just another human being. That's not our role. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then the last thing I wrote down, it was a quote that I saw, just really simple, but it says, before you assume, learn the facts. Before you judge, understand why. And this kind of helps me. Like I was saying, I'll just jump to assumptions about people. But also the second half, understanding why people are acting in a certain way before judging them necessarily. And I think it just, everybody always says this, but everybody's going through something. If somebody is not treating you well or is just being in a really negative mood, yeah, I mean, of course, that's not a great thing. And I'm not saying view that as like, oh, wow, they're so fantastic. I love that. But also just know that it came from something probably and just try and help that person through it. Be like, what happened today? How's your day going? And then maybe you can figure out why they're in a bad mood and help them get back on track. Yeah, I genuinely think... Most people are good, as Luke Bryan said. <laughs> Luke Bryan. <laughs> got but I think we all try to achieve for, um, to be good people. And yeah, we all fall short of it. But to assume that people are all trying their best. And if you look out and you call out the good in people, it'll make them want to be better people as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the Pavlov dog yes, thing. Yes, uh-huh. Um, what is that called? Shoot, it was like in psychology. But, oh, uh, positive affirmation. Yeah. So if you keep pointing out the good things in other people, they're going to keep acting in that way. And in turn, that will potentially uh, diminish the sinful acts. Right, right. Wow. Um, I like, thanks for, wow, you just like brought this thought. I mean, you kind of said it first, but like, no, I hadn't really thought about this before. Yeah. And, I love that. and it also made me think, because we didn't have a challenge yet, but oh, I just yeah. thought of the challenge is instead of calling out a negative thing in people or gossiping, criticizing, call out something positive in someone that it might be hard for you to find something positive in them, but notice that positive thing and call them out and say, I like that you do that and then see how they respond. And then they'll do it more probably. So it's helping you as well. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think that's all. Thank you guys for listening. I hope it wasn't all over the place. I know. I'm like, I really want to apologize. I was going to say apologize in advance, apologize (laughs) after the fact that if this made no sense and we were going a million miles directions then i am very sorry yes but we love you guys we hope you enjoyed um also if you guys didn't know we have a youtube channel because some people found our podcast before our channel so if you want to head over to youtube our channel's called primrose um we just uploaded a trader joe's video trying every single pumpkin food it was so fun to film so So fun we're also going to trader joe's right after this (laughs) my happy place truly (laughs) all right we love you guys so much and we will see you next monday with a new episode love you bye Bye, guys (laughs) Thank you.